0: Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. It is so good to have you listening. Uh, On the New Chemist Podcast, we are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitch, and a variety of other platforms. On this podcast, we discuss chemistry, which simply put is the science of change, as well as the other sciences, careers, community, research, Nobel Prize lectures in chemistry, and the analysis of their speeches. We discuss thesis. Just in, in short, we are a STEAM and a career focused podcast with science, technology, engineering, and the arts, which will be the main topic today, and mathematics. My guest today is Lynn Richey Johnson, otherwise known to me as Lynn. It's so good to have Lynn on the podcast today. Thanks for joining me today. It's so good to hear from you. Just briefly, I'll inform my audience about you. Lynn Johnson is a performing arts administrator with 10 years experience in administration within artistic and nonprofit settings. She is committed to ceaseless engagement with diversity, equity, inclusion, and access initiatives and in cultivation. Moreover, she recently graduated from Columbia College in Chicago with a master's degree. She specifically obtained a master's of arts in arts entertainment and media management with an emphasis in performing arts she has also served at the chicago community trust me and lynn go way back so it's so good to have her on the podcast today yeah it's so good to be here thank you yes lynn. yes 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 so um just to uh uh introduce lynn. lynn i want you to discuss what have been your long-standing interests in the field of communication and the arts you mind sharing some of those of course
1: so um since a young child I have been just so passionate about performance and speaking and I've always been you know student council and uh student body president head girl all of these leadership roles Uh, but specifically for me I always found joy being on the stage uh doing things that were creative and that led to me trying to figure out okay well there weren't many opportunities for me to pursue the things that I would see like on television or online uh, in the artistic field so I decided I'm also a go-getter and a self-starter so I decided the my summer before my senior year of high school to per- pursue some opportunities and I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York by myself at 15, just walking around Manhattan um, and learning from these amazing, amazing artists, learning acting, voice, dance, um, stage combat, improv. And we also had this thing called Industry Insights every Tuesday. And basically, they would bring people from the industry in New York and around the country in America to talk to us about what it's like to be an agent, what it's like to be a stage manager, what it's like to be a producer. And that kind of just opened my eyes to the possibilities that I had outside of the Bahamas. And so I decided to study theater at Taylor University. And since then, it's just been a dream. And, you know, for Bahamians, you know, when we think about when I tell people I study theater, they'd be like, oh, I'm going to see you on the big screen. And I'm like, oh, that's film, first of all. <laughs> but um,
0: that's it's funny. Just-
1: been a joy to like educate our country and help people learn more about the industry and how fruitful it is and then also moving more now into the arts management side of how do we build a theater how do we run a theater how can we get money to fund these theaters that's more of where I'm moving towards now so um that's a little bit about my passion and my interest there
0: okay this is this is good this is good so would you mind giving us some highlights of your theater experience in terms of your theater um, progress and milestones what helped you develop as a theater major in the arts what helped you develop your passion what helped you develop your skill and also would help you get into chicago i mean columbia college as well as um so yeah so you can discuss some of those points
1: yeah, um, so I started at Taylor. I worked backstage as a stagehand, and that in itself was a new experience for me. Just seeing like the quality of work, like we the first show I remember working on was Oklahoma. For those of you who are familiar with theater and. Um, there's, like, a house on set. You have, like, the cornfields and everything. Um, and so it was really interesting to go from, you know, in the Bahamas, we don't really have a lot of experience with, like, props and actual sets and that kind of stuff. Um, but we had a full house. You could walk in. It had a kitchen and everything <laughs> on stage that we had to, like, roll out. We had, like, a smokehouse in the back um, and all kinds of stuff. So it was really interesting to help make that happen backstage and see how that works um and then as we progressed i kind of went i ended up being in the backstage more just because that was more of what i had no experience in so i wanted to dive a little deeper into that um i did act on stage as miss corey when we did mary poppins and that was fun uh but i i have always been a leader and I've always been really good at developing others and so my junior year I started focusing more on directing and it just brought me so much joy to like see the work that is put in from actors and see them develop into this completely different person and just to see that whole progress from learning their lines and Figuring out blocking and where to walk on stage, how to sit down, how to do all of these things, and um, I even got to uh, extend that opportunity in the Bahamas, where I directed the Youth Development Through the Arts program that they have at the Ministry of Youth Sports and Culture, oh, wow. and I was able to direct a original work. Uh, it's called Earnestly, Thieves Never Win, and it's a spinoff of um, The Thief of Love. If you're familiar with that. Um, But I was able to direct that. It was a brand new play. And it was so incredible to see because not only direct them, but I also taught them everything that I learned in my education of like, what is theater? What are all of the different facets of theater? Because that's someone, that's something that no one ever taught me. And just to see the incredible work that they were able to do, it just brought me so much joy. But I Mm -hmm. knew that was you know that was temporary and so um as I talked to my professor at Taylor Tracy about some of my passions and what I wanted to do and take home she steered me towards you know you can look at arts management and you're a really great leader you're really great at managing things managing projects managing people and so she steered me towards that I did some research applied a few places and Columbia really stood out to me because it is an art school and so mm-hmm. every other program I was going to be studying theater management but this was the only program that was arts management so just as I predicted that I would have that cross um, departmental artistic um around me. Mm-hmm. Uh my classmates, they all are focused on different facets of the arts. So like one of my friends, she's into museums. One of my other friends, he's a DJ and he also managed artists. One of my other friends she is into like fine arts and you know photography and one of my other friends she's into music the other's into dance so there was like a wide variety that also like fed into me and so I was able to have like a deeper understanding of not only theater but also the arts in general and that was also that was also implemented into the classroom so yeah it's been a Interesting journey, but I think everything so far has been so crucial and implemental into developing who I am today as an artist.
0: That's good. That's good. So since we do try to mesh together and we do try to combine science and the arts, mm-hmm. I took a I took a, a shot at this uh, artistic approach. Even though I have some, I have some public speaking background. Um, yeah. So what I did was I adopted a poem a fairy tale actually from the Brothers Grimm the 12 dancing princesses and Mm -hmm. instead of doing the princesses we're going to have 12 princes so it's Mm -hmm. an adaptation of that fairy tale so I'll read it to you and I want to hear your input on it and how you what is your view when it comes to theater serving as a conduit for helping Mm -hmm. people learn complicated ideas so let me read it to you and let me hear what you have to say so once upon okay. a the time, there was a professor who had 12 princes named Namio, Structurio, and his brother Reactivio, Acidio, and his brother Basicio, Nucleophilicio, and his brother Electrophilicio, Equilibrio, Stereochemical, Sterico, and his brother Electronico, and Regioselectivio. Each prince was more complementary than their brother. They all stayed together in the mind town called Organico Chemical. One evening, when or during the mystical week known as Finale, they all came together to compete at the yearly games. Nemio was notoriously a political person who voted for the PLPs, aka Principal local Parent Chain Suffix. Shuxurio competed in the dance competition, showing his routines in their condensed and bottom line forms. Reactivio participated in the track competition particularly in the race called the Kinetic 500. Studio and Basisio competed in the Meditation competition, led by Dr. Bronstead, who focuses on obtaining and letting go of your inner proton. Nucleo Felicio and Electro Felicio helped organize the Kinetic 500, while they both competed in the Gymnastic competition, with Nucleo Felicio stretching the farthest, and Electro Felicio serving as a catcher for the cheerleaders. Equilibrio participated in the annual Le Châtelier's fencing competition. Furthermore, Stereochemical participated in the art competition, focusing on 3D drawings and the arrangement of the objects in space. Sterico and Electronico, being fierce rivals, competed in the rowing competition, with Sterico winning at points and Electronico winning at points. The boat race is actually still ongoing as we speak. Regio Selectivio competed in the map reading competition, Lynch, he was good at predicting the directions of battles and directions for hikes and journeys. These princes still compete today and the story continues. So what that was was basically a condensed description of all of those concepts using names mm-hmm. and using analogies uh, for activities and competitions and, mm-hmm. like, and different things you can be compete in. So Lynn, what do you, what's your take on things like that, combining science and theatre? What, what's your take on that? Do you think that is a viable practice? Do you think theater could serve as a conduit for helping people learn complicated ideas? What's your take?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I immediately was thinking of, like, you know, I don't have children, yeah, but in the future, reading this to my child and them kind of getting a taste or, like, hearing those words, you know, those scientific terms, mm-hmm. and also children are very visionary and imaginary and you know when they say you're in the arts you also live in that childlike state so as he was reading I was kind of you know imagining the competitions imagining what those um, things would look like and I think this is really important because even through it being a story I'm able to kind of understand what each Um, item or each prince in the story is responsible for what they're good at you know the Uh things that they do and so it's I think it's really important to have that creative side to also teach because then I might not remember the the name of you know one of the princes normally just reading a textbook but thinking about it as a fairy tale and you know we think about we remember the fairy tales that we read as children so Mm -hmm. interesting thinking about that and being hearing that in my life, then when it's time to go to school and study chemistry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is just like the Prince story. I already know how this works, you know? Yeah. So I think one of the most impressive things about the arts, especially for me, is that it's a way to it's so cross departmental in the in the fact that you can learn it's a learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so you learn so many different things through theater. And it just made me think even of a play. I just recently watched a musical called Into the Woods and it's a fairy tale. You know, it has, it has all of the different fairy tales and they're kind of coming together into the woods, but it also has such deeper meaning about, you know, how to live as people and how to make, make right choices and stuff like that. And so it's also, it's always, messages that can be read through the arts that can, you know, cause a deeper understanding and a, dif- a deeper meaning for other principles of just life and science and how to be a human.
0: <laughs> yep, I agree. Completely agree. So yeah. my question to you, Lynn, is how do you maintain view of the bigger picture in your career and in your life in general? When you face challenges, how do you mm-hmm. keep perspective? Because I'm sure being a theater major is not always easy. Um, how do you keep perspective would you mind sharing some tips or strategies that you use
1: yeah well first of all just having a relationship with God is like the number one thing for me just because he keeps me grounded he keeps me um, just focused on everything that I have to do once I focus on God he kind of like shows me and helps me to get where I need to go and so i really have the spiritual gift of faith and so um i really just believe that if i just do god's work you know he'll take care of me as well and so i believe and i look i they say faith without works is dead so i also do the work um i Uh go to workshops i go to conferences i go to festivals for
0: example workshops like
1: yeah so I recently went to the Southeastern Theater Conference and okay. that is a conference it's short for SE. the acronym is S-E-T-C um but it's the southeastern region of theaters who come together and they have competitions that high schools can participate in they have research competitions that grad students can participate in they have workshops for you to learn more things about your industry so i you know like one of the workshops i participated in was like excel for theater and so oh, wow. we learned how to like mail merge in excel and just learn basic skills that um it just took like an hour class to learn that skill so that was really fun um and see some cool things you can do through Rexel. but they also had a job fair so i was able to network with some companies in different states i was able to talk to people um i met a now mentor at that festival she's the executive director tony mm-hmm. uh, and she is she was so amazing and i just was like you are where I want to be so can I have a conversation with you can I talk to you and that led to her wanting to work with me on a few projects so um yeah just networking also helps me to keep view of the bigger picture and also writing down my plans you know and making it plain and writing down that vision I try to keep it at the forefront of my mind, but you know, that's not always easy. So every opportunity I get when people talk to me, I tell them, you know, what is my future plans? Where do I want to be in the future? And so far, I've had so many words of encouragement, so many words of wisdom, even people who want to sow into my dreams and my vision and into my life um, and help see that vision come to life. And so I think talking about it is always helpful, praying about it is always helpful. And just keeping yourself in a community of people who are either where you want to be or are on that same mindset of, hey, it's possible because I've seen it before, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. So, Len, how do you keep your priorities in check? How do you maintain your priorities? Is it a matter of saying no to certain things? Is it a matter of planning your day out and sticking to the vision, as you mentioned earlier? How do you keep your priorities in check?
1: Yeah. Um... For me, it's a day-to-day basis. Okay. And so... For example, I recently just finished an internship at the Chicago Community Trust, which is not a, you know, performing arts institution. It is a philanthropic institution. But philanthropy is something that is also important to the arts. And we, because we're a nonprofit, we really rely on, you know, um, donations and grants and that sort of thing. And so I wanted to work. In that field a little bit, just to get a taste of, you know, what that could look like, and it would have been easy for me to say, oh, well, I'm more interested in this, and I don't really want to do theater anymore, or you know, this is where the money's at, or something like that. Um, but I think what helped me to keep my priority is my passion. I yeah, yeah. Was happy with the work that I was doing, but I didn't really feel, you know, fulfilled. I didn't really feel Happy every day, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't feel like I was doing, you know, what I was destined to do. I felt like I was being a little bit complacent with the work that I was doing, and so I think it's really just have having that passion and knowing that that passion is elsewhere. That kind of it just pulls you automatically. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I enjoy what I'm doing. I like what I'm doing. It's yeah. you know, full, but it's also not what like my actual soul and spirit wants to be doing right now so I think that is like the biggest thing that helps me to stay um in my priority of my purpose
0: good 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 so my question to you then is what advice do you have for those wanting to pursue the field you are currently working in what advice do you have for someone who says they see Lynn she's making strides she's making progress how can I start the journey to where she is going or where she's headed what, invite, what advice would you give to someone wanting to pursue theater?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I would say is purpose is loud. It tells you exactly what it is you're supposed to be doing. And so if you feel within yourself that it's calling you, Absolutely go and do it. Do not listen to the naysayers. Even my scholarship advisor when it was time to pick schools and majors was like, How are you gonna feed yourself? And not knowing that I had already, you know, went to New York, saw the industry, I knew how I was gonna feel my I saw the fruitfulness yeah, yeah. of that. But yeah. If I listened to the people in my life who were like, Oh, this I don't who have a bird's eye view of what they can see on the ground where I was and not what I saw in my future and what God showed me. Um I could have, I could have not pursued it. So I would say, you know, listen to that passion. Don't listen to the people around you and find those circles of people who have who are like-minded and who yeah. have this similar interest. Yeah. Because my best friend, she is in music and we both are very artistic. We talk every day, and I can tell her my dreams, and I can tell her my visions, and I can tell her my plans because she has an idea of that industry. She has an idea of, you know, the fruitfulness of that, and she's seen it for herself. But if I go to someone who doesn't really know, uh-huh. and isn't really interested in that, they're gonna have a different opinion. So I would say definitely surround yourself by people who are interested and research find opportunities there's so many opportunities out there that i wish i knew when i was a student and when i was trying to pursue theater and so i would also say find a mentor who is where you want to be or um you know has that experience because they're going to help guide you and point you to people and opportunities that you may have never
0: known yourself so
1: those that would be my advice
0: Good, good. So I completely agree with you. Mentorship, (laughs) community, passion, (laughs) if you want to do well in the arts and know yourself, self-discovery. So Lynn, thanks so much for joining me today. It was so good to have you on as a guest. Thank <music> you.